2: What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Buffalo Fanatics, what's going on? It's your man, Rev. Bringing it to you for another week in another edition of Rated Rev. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics Network, baby. You know I was muted for about two seconds and your boy caught that real quick. I know you guys can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. I'm not muted no more. I'm not muted no more. Can Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Sound? Come on. Come on, baby. Let me know if you guys can hear me. I need to know if you guys can hear me. So give me the thumbs up right real quick. If you guys can hear me. Thumbs up, you guys got me? Are we good? Here we go. Let's get it poppin', baby. Hey. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. From wherever you are watching the show, it's your man, Red, bringing it to you. One more again. I say one more again, baby. This is the Buffalo Fanatics Network. You guys want me to turn the music down? I'll turn it down for you. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. Here we go. Come on, man. There it is. Is that better for you guys? Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping, man. I need to know where you guys are watching from. This is a roll call before we get the show started. You know how we do it. Every single week, every Wednesday night, I need to know where y'all are watching from. Put it in the chat, baby. Put it in the chat. The week is flying by. The Bills got a short week. We about to squish the fish. It's going down. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. Here we go. Here we go. Randall coming in from Dover, Delaware. What's good, Randall? I got I got Cass coming in from Hamburg, New York. Connecticut is in the house. Kevy, what's good? Trust the process is watching all the way from PA, Pennsylvania in the house. Kev Boyo, Rochester, New York. What's good? Here we go. Patrick Dinley all the way from Phoenix, Pennsylvania. I mean, Phoenix, I almost said Phoenix, Pennsylvania. Ain't no such thing. Phoenix, Arizona. What's good? Happens to be the place where the Bills are going to be playing the Super Bowl, baby. Come on. Syracuse for my man, Doug. I got Vegas in the house, Maurice Anderson. I got Tyler coming in from Lexington, South Carolina. Sweat coming in from Indianapolis. What's good, baby? Sean Adams. Cornell, New York. What else we got? I've got Benjamin from OP. Jersey in the house. This is about to be another crazy, ridiculous episode of Rated Rev. You guys already know it. And in case you don't know what's going on, I am the host Rev. Rose. What's good? Bill's Moffitt from Orchard Park. Do me this favor. Do me this favor, will you? As you guys are entering the broadcast, as you're entering the show, I need you to do me a favor. Smash that like button. And after you smash the like, scroll over to the right and hit the subscribe button with the bell notifications on. Why? Because you want to make sure that you're plugged into the Buffalo Fanatics Network all season long. Because this is about to be an epic season. An epic season for your Buffalo Bills, baby. We're going all the way. We're going all the way. Oh, man. Come on. Trust the process. Amen, brother. Praise God that Jane Jackson walked out of the hospital. Absolutely. 1,000%. 1, 1,000%. 1, We're going to get into that, too. We're going to get into that. But, man, who in here is as excited about this Bills game versus the Dolphins as I am. If you guys are as excited about this game as I am, I need to know. Let me know how excited you are in the chat. In the case y'all don't know, man, look here, the chat goes off. The chat, go- this is where it's at, man. And whenever you tune into the Rated Rev show, This show is interactive. I love interacting with you all, the fans, because at the end of the day, though I have a mic and a camera in my face, I am just a fan just like you. So this show is fan-driven, you know what I'm saying? Fan-driven. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Speaking of fan-driven, I've got to, uh, look, we have to address a little something-something, okay? Because you know what? We're family, right? This is Bill's Mafia. And you know when family members are struggling a little bit, it's our job, right, to make sure that we bring them in tight, right, and encourage them. Let them know it's going to be all right. Let them know it's going to be good, right? So this is what I need to everybody that's watching right now to do this for Jay. Jay comes in, and Jay says, yo, I'm a little nervous, Rev. Look, Jay, it's all good, man. It's all good. There ain't nothing to be nervous about. Nothing to be nervous about. You know, you saw the title of the show. Did, did you see the title? This is what the title of the show is, in case you, 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 didn't, you didn't catch the thumbnail. Why the Bills should not feel threatened one bit, baby? Come on. Don't feel threatened. Don't feel threatened. No need to be nervous. We got you. It's going to be all right. We gonna be, It's going to be all right. Trust and believe it's going to be all right. Okay? You saw what we did to the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions. Smash that, you know what? Titans came in Monday night, thinking they're gonna run all over us. We beat the brakes off of them, beat them up like nobody's business. So you ain't got nothing to worry about, but we're gonna talk about it here, okay? We're gonna talk about it, but you know what else we're gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about my man, Bobby Glean, coming through already with the super chat. Bobby Glean, I appreciate you, man. He says, yo, Fins versus the Bills reminds me of your little brother trying to eat at the grown folks table. Oh, Bobby Glenn with the heat. Look, y'all already know what that is, right? You ever had a little brother trying to eat at the grown folks table and you're looking at him like, yo, it's this grown folks business. What you doing here? What you know, you, you need to go get your food, get out the table, go back upstairs in your room, get your coloring book and keep yourself occupied. It's grown folks talking right now. It's grown folks business. You're too young for that. That's that. That's what this is gonna be like. This is what's it's gonna be. we gonna talk, I don't wanna get too far ahead of myself. I don't wanna get too far ahead of myself, Bobby. You get me excited. But trust me. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be good, my man. Fireball comes through. Yo, all gas, no brakes. Let's get it. That's what I'm talking about, man. This is all gas, no brakes. Th- that's. Have you guys noticed that already? Have you all noticed that already? With the Bills so far, two two games in, two games into the season already, and this Bills team is all gas, no breaks. Like they're not even they, they're not letting off. Well, they kind of let off a little bit on Monday night, but the game was way out of hand. Forty-one said they, they they were just chilling. They were coasting. There is no way in the world the Titans are going to score on us. So Josh Allen was on the sideline with his, with his cap on doing this number right here. While Case Keenum and the second string team was on the field because the Titans couldn't do anything. So I guess you could say that they let off the gas, but there was really no need to put on the gas anyway. The, the Titans couldn't catch up regardless. We were so far ahead. It, there, was, there was nothing that, that could be done. It was just that bad of a beatdown.
1: But we ain't playing. We ain't playing this year. We are not playing this year. And my man Pierre said it before. We're catching
2: bodies this year. We're catching bodies, man. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are coming this season with a whole lot of receipts. You know what I'm saying? And they are coming with a different type of a mindset.
1: They don't want to just, they're not content with just winning. They're not content with just winning, you hear me? No. They want to break
2: you down. They want to crush your soul. Y'all hear that? I'm getting getting a little too excited. They want to break them all the way down. And that's what's different with this team. There's a whole bunch of dogs on this squad this year, baby. And they ain't playing one bit. So you should not be threatened one bit by the Miami Dolphins. Come on, I don't care who they got. They got talent, get it. But they ain't Josh Allen talent. They ain't Buffalo Bills talent. And we're going to find out real quick. I ain't scared to put my neck on the line. I ain't scared about it, not one bit. Not one bit. It's like Abby says, Abby, let them know, Abby. Y'all see it. Let them know, Abby. Blowing everyone out the water. Everyone out the, blowing them all out. Abby, I appreciate that because that is exactly what it's going to be like all season long. So we have to get ready. We have to get used to it, Mafia. We ain't the same, Bills. This ain't the same, Bills, as before. You ain't got nothing to be worried about. Nothing to be worried about. We are, there we go, Bills Mafia, we are the grave digger of the NFL. Catching bodies, digging graves. <laughs> oh, man, y'all got me fired up, man. Y'all got me fired up. You got me all the way fired up. But that's a good thing. That is a good thing. And we're going to talk about a whole lot tonight. So the main topic of the show, you already know what we're talking. I'm, I'm talking about, yo, the Bills do not need to feel threatened about with, with one bit with the with the Dolphins at all. Okay? But we're gonna get, we're gonna push that aside just a little bit. Because you know what else we got? Man, we got it. I, we only what a few days removed, man. A few days removed of that Tennessee
1: butt kicking they got a taste of some nashville hot all right they got beat all the way up and
2: down the field left and right from one end of the end zone to the other end they got smacked they got humiliated they got embarrassed they got cooked they got destroyed didn't i tell you man y'all you got me fired up mafia didn't i tell you Rev told you, I told you last week. That's why you gotta listen to your preacher. Okay, listen to you. I told you last week, what was gonna happen? Did I say that? I said, the Bills are going to destroy the Titans. They weren't just gonna beat them; they were going to destroy the Titans. And I think I put out a, I think I put out a, a, a score prediction of like forty-two to seventeen, and I was being very generous with the Titans cuz I felt like okay maybe they'll you know, they'll score a couple of times right in a field goal I mean that's uh, I give them that the 41-7 but you know who who was who was spot on my man the kingpin pierre and pierre if you in here man if you watching talk your talk baby pierre is like yo no 41-7 41-7 and that was like being conservative because yo they, he didn't see any way they was going to be able to score on us. Outside of that first drive, it was a wrap. Done. Like, like Sean McDermott said, and I like what he said, man. Sean McDermott came through. He's like, yo. And he said this, I think, like going into the second half. Uh, one, of the, one of the sideline reporters or somebody was talking to him. was like, yo, Coach, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about this? Whatever. And Sean was like, we just got to settle down. We have to settle down a little bit. And boy. Did they settle down or what? The Bills settled all the way down, got real comfortable, got good and comfortable, and started to put the beat down on them. Oh, my gosh. Yo, Joby says, yo, I said 42-10 on overdue Bills. Hey, man, well, you were right there. You were right there. Right there, man. Yo, Doug says, yo, you speak the truth, Rev. Amen, baby. Amen, brother. Hey, (laughs) man. (laughs) <laughs> yo, trust process comes in and says, don't play yourself. I, t- I, I told y'all, I told, you gonna make me do it, trust? You gonna make me do it? Where is it at? Where is it at? What? Where... Don't play, I, didn't I say it? Don't play yourself. Don't play, I, t- I try to tell them. I, yo, Tennessee Titans Weekly came in, right? They were like with that little eyeballs looking like they, like, like, what you gonna look at? Like, looking at what? What do you think you gonna do? You ain't gonna do nothing. But they came in trying to be slick, right? Titans fans talking all kinds of head. All oh, that yakety yak. But they ain't talking back. <laughs> they ain't talking back now, man. Where they at? Where they at? What? Where, where, where they at? I ain't heard. They, they quiet as a church mouse. I ain't heard nothing. I ain't heard nothing out of them. Nothing. They got beat down, man. That was a That was an epic beat down. And to think that. They put up this many points on them
1: without Gabe Davis. Without Gabe Davis. And they shut down Derrick Henry. Who's, where's your king now? Shut him down. Is this your king? Shut him all the way down. All the way down. Without Ed Oliver. Without Tim Settle. This team is different, ladies and gentlemen. If
2: you have not recognized it by now, this team is different. And my man Mario comes in Mario, man, hey, I, I feel for you, brother. Yo, he says, yo, my wife is a Titans fan. Won't even talk to me. That's a, that's a shame. That's a crying shame. It's going to be all good, Mario. It's going to be all right. She'll get over it. <laughs> She'll get over it. <laughs> Yeah, RJ, without Oliver and Settle. Absolutely, man. We did this without Oliver and Settle.
1: 25 yards for, him, for Henry. The one they call the king. He ain't the king in Buffalo. I know that much. He ain't no king over here, baby. There's only one king. There's only one king
2: in Buffalo, and that's Josh Allen. You better recognize. This ain't your kingdom,
1: King Henry. Prince Henry. What your name should be. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Humpty Dumpty ran
2: into a brick walls. What happened? <laughs> and they couldn't put them back together. <laughs> they couldn't. You know, the Titans, the Titans horsemen, the Kingsmen, they couldn't put them back together again. They sure couldn't. They were trying, but they couldn't put them together. You know when I knew the game was over? I'll tell you when I knew the game was officially over. I knew the game was officially over when I saw the Tennessee Titans come out in a spread offense. When that happened, I knew, oh, it's a wrap. Game over. They're trying to play catch up. And we know they can't throw the ball. (laughs) When that happened, it was over with. I was like, oh, game over. Game over. That's a wrap. We had such a lead. We forced them to be one-dimensional. I mean, they already are one-dimensional, right, with Henry, but when you shut that down and you get up on them by a couple of scores, and they came out and that spread, empty backfield look. I was like, oh yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Why? Like DJ says, yo, because
1: we built different. We built different, man. Come on now. Look, build different. Build all the way different. Build all the way. Rafael Lopez, what's good for
2: Mexico City? Que paso, hombre? Viva Los Bills, baby. Viva Los Bills. Yo. Abby comes in again. Yo, Abby, yo, we've all we've we've yet to see them at full strength too. We can only go further. Only go further. So true. Th- th- so true. This 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 team is different, y'all. This team is different. I, I don't know what I don't know what else to tell y'all. This team is is
1: is so different. Um and you know what else? You know what else about this team? Yo, I, I, I was trying to tell, I tried to tell people like last week, man. I was like, Yo, look, the Buffalo Bills are not the same team. They're not. They're not the same team as before. The past two years, they've been incredible.
2: Right, two years ago, they made it to the AFC Championship game, and we knew that team was wasn't quite ready yet. And they made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. Then last year, they were better as far as talent is concerned, right? Josh Allen improved, the rest of the team improved, but they had some issues around the middle of the season or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They they, they weren't
1: able to secure the number one seed, but in the playoffs, they played a whole lot better. And they came up this short to the Chiefs, but we knew that team was better. And then now this year,
2: they add so much talent, revamp the entire defensive
1: line, add some key pieces across the O-line, bring in Von Biller and the rest of the squad. And the team looks different,
2: all the way different. They not the same no more. And if you thought we were dominant last year or the year before, they ain't seen nothing yet. Nothing. In two weeks against, get this, against them, the defending Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams in their home stadium while they're ringing the bell and and lowering the Super Bowl banner with future Hall of Famer Aaron Donald, right? Super Bowl MVP winner Cooper Cup going against Dane Jackson and and rookie cornerbacks,
1: we beat the tails off, beat them like it was nothing. 31-10, cakewalk, easy, easy. Then for our home opener,
2: Monday night football, lights bright in Buffalo, New York, baby. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of Bills Mafia Fuming out the mouths. Packed house at Highmark Stadium. Going
1: nuts. Jumping off tables. Against the defending number one AFC seed, Tennessee Titans, who's had our number
2: for the past couple of years. Beat them like they did not belong on the same field. Like this was a, Varsity team
1: versus a, a Pee Wee League. I ain't even going to give him JV. There was no competition. It was nothing. Game was over early. And correct me if I'm
2: wrong, but I felt like I said that this game is likely going to be over by halftime. I felt like this game, like second half is going to be over. Let's well, daggum near close. Let's daggum near close because when the Bills came out second half they poured it on and it was a rap an absolute rap this Bills team y'all ain't the same and I try to tell people this you know what I, this is what I try to tell I, this is what I said last week I said yo this ain't that y'all remember you remember I said this ain't that this ain't the same team no more this ain't that Titans fans want to talk about, yo, 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 we're going to run. There was some dude. They came in. I'm trying to remember where it was. I don't know if it was in my mentions on Twitter or if it was here on the show. Yeah, I was on the show live last week. Some Titans fan talk about, yo, we're going to run all over you, run, run, run all over you, or run you out of Orchard Park like, like we did last year in Tennessee. I was like, you got your mind. I, I, and I, you know what I told him? You know what I told him? I, this, is what, this is what I told him. I, well, I didn't tell him. DJ Khaled told them, don't play yourself. But that, hey, they didn't want to listen to Rev. They didn't want to listen to the preacher. And I told them, don't play yourself. And what happened? They got played. Where they at now?
1: So quiet. Ain't nowhere to be found, man. Nowhere to be found. It's okay.
2: It's all right. They over there in, in Nashville licking their wounds. Hey they look at their wounds, man. Hey, look at their wounds. And let me matter, matter of fact, let me let me go ahead and show you just a little bit of what's going on. Let me show you just a little bit of what's going on in in, in uh from Nashville, Tennessee, for some of the Titans fans. This check check this out. Look, look at this, look at this. This was this was uh this was a I was being petty, I'm not even gonna lie. So I went on and I was looking uh on YouTube at at some of the Titans, you know, uh like the Titans page. And, um, you know, they had, so they had a press conference, right? Had, there was a press conference uh, with, with, with Mike Vrabel. And uh, so I was, I was like, yo, I hear him, but I, I wanted to look in the comments. Because, you know, the comments is where it's at. So I scrolled through the comments section, and I knew I was going to find some gold. And this is what, this is what I found. <laughs> it's so funny. Check this out. Look, look, one, one, one fan says, yo, uh, he says, yo, this was embarrassing. Sure, I'm glad we traded all we traded away all our best receivers to save a few bucks. (laughs) McLeod 559. Here's another one. Halo Media Records says, Yo, this is what happens when you have a one dimensional offense. You got rid of your best receiver and replaced AJ with inexperienced wide receivers. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. Here's, Here's here's some more. Check this out. Check this out. Another one says, yo, as a Titans fan, and he was saying, this one, Dr. Function was trying to show some love. Dr. Function was like this, yo, he said, yo, as a Titans fan, I knew, we were, I knew we were going to lose. When I tuned in and saw how jacked the Bills fans were, I said, this is going to be a bloodbath. Highmark Stadium was downright scary. And if the Bills get the number one seed, they will win the whole thing. I would be surprised if they aren't Super Bowl champs at the end of the season. Yo, I'm telling you, man, Titans fans, oh, man, they over there like, they crying. Crying. I've got more for you. I'm going to show it to you a little bit later on in the show. They were crying. They're over there trying to lick their wounds. Oh, uh, it was hilarious. I, just, I loved it, and I was being petty. And I, I, I was commenting on some of the stuff I'm going to show you. It was so funny. Oh, man, yo. It's, oh, okay, yeah, See, I, talk, I knew it. Season Beast comes in and he says, yo, I live in Tennessee. Most of my Facebook friends are Titans fans. They've been silent this week. They've been silent. Where are they at, man? Where are they? Where are they? Season Beast, you need to call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Richard Forbes said, yo, I bet they've got nothing to say. They don't have anything to say. They've got nothing
1: to say. Nothing. What can they say? They got their tails beat. They got their tails beat, man. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was even, like, come on.
2: Wasn't even competitive. Wasn't even competitive. Wasn't even close. And so I'm fired up about it. I'm fired up about it. I'm fired up about the Bills, about what they've been showing us. Uh, I know you guys are fired up about it. There's almost, there's 180 plus in this show right now. Do me this favor. If you're fired up about what the Bills have been showing the past two weeks, give me a thumbs up. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed. Yo, you know who
1: else is firing up about the Bills? Y'all know who else? Oh, man. My man, Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt on the Good Morning Football.
2: He was fired up. And listen to what Cal Pratt had to say, because he went crazy. Check this out.
0: I cannot imagine being a defensive partner yeah. in the league right now on their schedule. I cannot. 72-17. to 72-17. to
2: 17. I think Ken Dorsey looks down on the field and he recognizes his college team. Like, this, this, this Buffalo Bills team
0: feels like a college team. Like, this is the number one team in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. And they pull up in the bus, and they get off in their sport jackets, and they go and they sing the fight <laughs> song. Paul Feinbaum has all the takes today on the Buffalo Bills. They, like, they feel like Georgia. Like, this is the number one team in the land. And maybe they'll get knocked off by Alabama or something. But right now, they just show up and they just wreck people. And these, these are these feel like conference opponents. These aren't like the, the pay-for-play teams. Like, these are legitimate programs
1: and the Rams and the Titans. And they had nothing. Like, they're not even close.
2: They had nothing. Not even close. This, again, this was no scrub team. They came into Buffalo, right, number one seed in the AFC last year. Now, they didn't have A.J. Brown. They didn't have Julio Jones, right? But they had King Henry. That's their man, King Henry, right? Supposedly have gotten bigger and stronger this offseason, ready to have another fantastic year. Thought they were going to come to Buffalo and just have a stampede
1: just run all over the Bills especially with Ed Oliver and Tim Settle out. Didn't happen. And I ain't gonna lie.
2: There was a moment. There was a moment when I got a little
1: concerned. Okay, a little concerned. My concern was not so much the D-line.
2: I wanted, I felt like the, the interior of our D-line was gonna get tested, right? Because it's hard to replace a guy like, Ed Oliver and Tim Settle, you know, inside. But we had Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, all right? But my slight uh, level of concern was when I found out that Gabe Davis was going to be out. That's what kind of got me like, oh, okay. Um, I felt like we were going to put up points, but I was like, dang. All right, because I felt like, this this, this is my thinking. The Titans are going to try their best, even though they don't have Christian Fulton, they're going to try their best to try to, 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 to game plan Diggs out of the game. Get him out of the game. That's what they're going to try to do. Focus attention on, on Diggs. Put a corner on him and Kevin Byard over there, over the top. They're going to try to, right? Because, I mean, if, if you want to stop somebody, you can do it. For the most part. And so my thing was, all right, who is going to be that number two wide receiver that's going to show up? Without Gabe Davis. Outside. You know what I'm saying? We have a little dirty Isaiah McKenzie. We have Jamison Crowder. But those guys are slot-only receivers on this squad. So I'm thinking... They have to activate Khalil Shakir. The rookie is going to get some playing time. He has to show up, right? And then Jay Kumaro. But still, I'm like, man, these guys are not, they're not Gabe. So I was concerned with the number two um, option outside. I'm not gonna lie. But man, did they just erase all concern for me? Without Gabe Davis, they put up 41 points like it was nothing. Jake Kumaro. Looked like Gabe Davis 2.0, man. I was like, yo, that long balmy cut on the left sideline. Looked like classic Gabe Davis. Classic. Khalil Shakir, he didn't need a little work, right? He showed up and showed out in preseason, but this is the regular season. He had some little, he had some he had a little work to do, right? But I believe he's gonna improve. But nevertheless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff comes in, yo, exactly. Kumaro was a dog for a surprise. And this shows how much depth we have. Absolutely, man. It does. It really does. Like, um, there's a reason why they trust Kumaro, right? There's a reason why they, they, they trust him. There's a reason why he 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 landed on the final 53 roster, 53 man roster over Isaiah Hodgins, who performed better, in my opinion, throughout the camp and even preseason. But Kumaro is proven criminal was proven so and he proved it he proved it right there I'm like yo is, was, this, was this Gabe Davis 2.0 touchdown Jesus right there you know what I'm saying coming through looking like Gabe on the sideline excellent excellent this is what you want you want to see this from your depth whenever your men your main men go out it's next man up I know that's cliche but it's the
1: truth next man has to show up and they did they showed up they showed up man and uh, it was great.
2: It was great to watch. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh Joshua Taylor says, "Yo, dude, missed a big block." I think you're talking about Khalil Shakir. Yeah, he missed a big block. He did, but it's all right, man. He's young. He's a rookie. He's gonna learn. He'll learn. The more and more he gets on the field, uh, the more he'll learn. Okay. Um, but this is gonna be all right. Jeff King comes in. Yo, what's up, Jeff? He says, "Yo, been with this, been with this since the '70s. Have never seen this combination of the '85 Bears and the greatest show." on turf
1: i'm gonna tell you right now jeff i agree with you man if this team i mean we've seen it so far
2: right in two games in i get we got 15 more to go but so far it is hard not to just get so super excited about what we've seen so far but if this team can
1: sustain this level of play throughout the rest of the season Like Aaron Donald was doing last year. Put that ring on him, because I don't see nobody. I don't see anybody
2: else. I don't see anybody else beating these guys. Seriously, I don't see it. I, I I just don't. I just don't see it, man. But this team is incredible. This 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 team has a different vibe this year. You know what I'm saying? Do Y'all feel that? It, it's a different vibe this year. I think they have a lot of. Uh, I don't know if, if, if animosity is the word I'm looking for, but they have a lot of pinned up uh, aggression coming into this season from what happened last year and how they ended the year last year. Because they, they, you know, last year, no doubt, they should have went to the Super Bowl. They didn't, but they, so they, they carried that the entire offseason. And they came in with not a chip on their shoulders. They came in with a boulder on their shoulders, baby. Boulder. And then you add in a guy like Von Miller with his pedigree, future first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. Two-time Super Bowl champion Von Miller. Looking for his third ring. Comes in with that type of pedigree and that type of moxie. Bringing it to the Bills. And you can see the level of, of intensity. The level of this team has just been, 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 been amplified.
1: A whole nother level this team is different this team is different but not only are
2: they different man but yo this team is this team is fun to watch are they not like how can you not like I, I'm ready to watch some more bills like I can, like I can't get enough I can't it's, it's, yo, it's like I'm addicted I don't know what they put you know what I'm saying in that team baby they got something that's got your boy addicted I'm a straight fiend I ain't gonna lie I'm a straight fiend for the bills but it's one thing for us as fans to say, yo, it, yo, this team is fun to watch. This team is exciting, right? It's another, It's one thing to see a, a national media to talk about how exciting this team is to watch. But it's a whole nother thing when your head coach talks about it. Check out what Sean McDermott said after the game.
1: That last throw that Josh made and
0: um, to Steph, and I'm just saying, go get it, man, go get it. And he, and he
2: got it. It was
3: fun to watch. I mean, that was...
2: That was awesome. You see that right there? You see Sean? Sean is normally, he's normally pretty stoic, right? He's normally that stoic guy. He doesn't really, really want to give a whole lot of compliments. It's early. He's Mr. Cliché. You know what I'm saying? Trust the process. We got a whole lot of uh, football left to play. You know, respect, you know, and all that kind of stuff. He said, yo, he, he came out. He couldn't help himself. He could, He was like, yo, I was telling him, that, yo, that that play right there the digs.' I was just telling him, man, go get it, man, go get it. And, and boy, he went out and got it it's fun to watch. When your head coach talks about having fun, it was fun when he can sit down on the sideline and just have a ball. Just enjoying himself. Because of how fun his football team is. You know that this team is different, man. <laughs> you know it's different. It's complete it's completely different, man. It is completely different. And I am I I, I just can't get enough of them. I, I really can't I, I am just excited about it. I, I am just through the roof about the Buffalo Bills, man, about the Bills. And uh, as, we, uh, as we move on the show, trust me, we're going to talk about the Dolphins. We're going to talk about the Dolphins, man, but I can't get enough of what we just witnessed. I can't get enough, man. I can't get enough of it. And we, and we have to do a, just, just a quick recap, man, a quick recap of that game, of that game. And uh, uh, what I need to know from you all, for everybody in here who's watching, everybody, I want to know what was your key play? What was your key play? When you, when you were tuning in Monday night and you saw the Bills put the epic beat down on the Titans,
1: what was, in your opinion, the key play, the key play of the game? What was it? What was it? I will tell you. Mine. Here's my key play. Here's my key play right here, and
2: um, I think I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. But the key play for me, let me set it up a little bit. The key play for me was was the first Allen to Diggs touchdown. Okay, remember that the Bills were it was it was it was fourth and one on the Titans four
1: yard line with about a minute and seven seconds left in the second quarter. This is the play. This was it. Uh, Hold on a second. Yeah, here we go. This was it. Check this out. Fourth down and one. Big Tomas.
2: man that what that right there to me was a key play fourth and one the Bills were only up ten to seven, but they had an opportunity as they get ready to close out the second i mean the first i mean the the first half it was it was this is why it was so important because and correct me if I'm wrong, the Titans were getting the ball back in the sec to start the second half right is that right was, am I right about that I think the Titans were getting the ball back, so I felt like this I felt like if the bills Could capitalize right here as it's a minute and some change left before they headed up into the second half and the Titans got the ball back it was crucial crucial man that they scored a touchdown up 10-7 you're like okay you can't really get too comfortable right a field goal 13-7 would have been 13-7 Titans would have got the ball back okay And um, they would have had the chance to actually uh, move down the field and take the lead or tie it, okay? So I felt like if the Bills could capitalize right there on the Titans' four-yard line, fourth and one, with a touchdown, it would have given them that much more cushion going in to start the second half, and it would have put the Titans that much further behind the A ball because we know they're not a team that can really come from behind. The further and further you separate themselves, right? The further and further you separate yourselves from them on the scoreboard, the 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 less one-dimensional with Derrick Henry they become, and the more one-dimensional they become in the passing game, which we all know how ineffective that's gonna be, right? Their whole thing is about play action to 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 to, to uh, uh, King Henry. I ain't gonna call him the King no more, Derrick Henry. But when the running game ain't working. Ain't nobody going to respect the play action. And when you don't have A.J. Brown, sayonara, good luck. So that's why I felt like that, that moment right there, that that play was so um, incredibly important for us because it gave us the momentum. As I saw somebody said, yo, it was, yeah, Chewy, yeah, Chewy Baca comes in, yo, he said that was a momentum killer. It was. And it built momentum for the Bills going into the second, going into halftime. You know what I'm saying? So that was incredible for me um uh, jenna comes in jenna says yo the edmund sack after his accidental hit on dane just had to have given him confidence he was going nuts that was great too that, that was another great play there were so many key plays throughout the entire game um but i i, I love that i love i love the edmund sack i love the uh the, the the allen the Diggs first touchdown it was there were just so many so many moments um how about this one what do you guys think about this one what do you guys think about?" this play of the game. That digs wasn't Gabe Davis. No, then there's this guy. Oh, my gosh. All right, so Diggs now in the red zone. On a fourth and one. Josh says we're going. And I do say Josh says we're going. Touchdown, Stephon Diggs. Casual gritty. I think the, the
3: post might get sicky gritty. Is not, not that one. one. Here it is right On here. Yeah. <laughs> now in a second, it's in look at this bleeping laser. It was a great catch by
0: Diggs, but Allen just steps up and uncorks one. Jay, what do you think of the secondary here? Not the best. Not the best.
2: That was incredible. That, that, that touchdown pass, man, like like, like Kyle Prance said, Yo, that was a freaking laser, a freaking laser of a bomb to Steph Diggs. Caught him in stride, beat the corner by a couple of yards, had Diggs stretch out for the touch. That was, oh, man, I loved it. I absolutely Loved every bit of it, man. Every single bit of it. Uh, yo, Stephon Diggs is is Diggs is isn't is yo is Diggs having a phenomenal start to his twenty twenty two NFL campaign or what? That man Diggs is on a. He it seems like yo he it seems like he's playing with a different type of attitude. Also, he's almost like he's he's playing like he's saying, "Yo, I know y'all ain't forget about me. I know y'all don't have." Uh, short-term memory loss, right? I get, I know know Cooper Cup was the Triple Crown winner last year, but I know y'all didn't forget that the year prior, I led the league in receiving. I know y'all didn't forget that, but in case you did, let me remind you who's one of the best receivers in the game right now. Stephon Diggs is having himself an incredible start to the season. Take a look at this. Stephon Diggs, the two weeks already, the two weeks, you see his yard, you see his numbers. Week one, eight receptions for 122 yards and a touchdown.
1: Eight for 122 in a touchdown. Monday night, which I don't know how you can
2: improve on that, man. He said, yo, hold my beer. Let me show you how. 12 receptions, 148 yards and three touchdowns. This man, Stephon Biggs. Is on another level right now. He is playing lights out. Lights out. And I know, guys. I know, I know, I know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Maybe am I getting too ahead of myself two weeks, two weeks in? No. I don't care. I, I just don't care. I don't care. He, he's, he's having a phenomenal year already. And uh when I'm looking at it, man, look, this guy is averaging. Oh my gosh! Hold on a second. Hold on. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I, I want to look at this because I did some crazy numbers, and I'm like, "Yo, this 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 can't be real, right? It's likely never gonna happen, right? I mean, there's there's absolutely no way, right? Like he can he can keep
1: this up for the whole year, but this guy, so far, he has 20
2: receptions, 270 yards receiving. Okay. Um, averaging 13 and a half yards per reception. Just ridiculous numbers, right? So it's a buck 35 is what he's averaging per game. A buck 35. Multiply that bad boy by 17. I get it. I know it know, I know ain't going to happen. But multiply that. By, if we're just doing averages, multiply that by 17. A buck 35 times 17 games in a regular season. Y'all tell me what that is. I already got to
1: pull up. This man, digs. is so far on the way
2: to having a 2,300-yard season. My man is en route to 2,295 receiving yards on the year. We, I, know that's, I know that's lofty, right? I know he, does, he, can't, so he can't possibly sustain that for an entire 17-game season. Or can he? I feel like this year, I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen, but this is going to be a record-breaking season by the Buffalo Bills all year long. All year long. We're seeing it already. So I wouldn't count. I wouldn't necessarily count anything out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily count it out. But, uh, but my man Diggs is, 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 have, is off to a ridiculous, ridiculous season. Jenna Carlson says, yo, 20 receptions going into week three is nuts. It really is. It, it really is. This this guy is, he, he's, he's, he and Josh, the connection for them two, man, it seems like it just gets better and better every single year, right? Every single year, they just continue to get better. Year after year after year, they just improve. They just improve. And I think that for like for Diggs, there's really no stopping him. There is really no stopping him. He's he's at the show, like, yo. You guys can bring whoever cornerback you want to. Line them up in front of me. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be Jalen Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? It could be some, well, they had some scrubs. You know, Tennessee Titans, you know, I ain't going to lie. Kevin Bard, peeking over the top. It could be him. It could be Xavier Howard. I don't care who it is. I don't care. (laughs) I'm being petty. I don't care who it is. Diggs is out for blood. He is out for blood and he is ready to have a fantastic season. And as we close out this this Titans recap, I want to know from you all give me a player spotlight on offense and defense. Give me a player spotlight. Who do you think stood out on the offense and defensive side of the ball? One player each from both sides of the ball. For me, on offense, um, it's it's easy, right, to spotlight Allen. It's easy to spotlight Diggs. It's easy for us to do that. But what about somebody who who really showed up when they needed to? huh? I'm tempted to say, put the spotlight on, on Kumaro. But I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I appreciate his contributions. I appreciate his contributions. But how can you not put the spotlight on Stefan Diggs. How can you not do that? He, 12 receptions for 148 yards? Look at that again. 12 for 148, three touchdowns. And whoever played him on fantasy probably won that game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoever had him on his fantasy team won that game by a large margin. It's quite possible. That man right there had a ridiculous game. Ridiculous game. But then on the defensive side of the ball, on defense. My player spotlight.
1: Dang, man. It's hard. It's hard to pick one of them. It's hard to pick one of them. But I think I'm gonna go with Tremaine Edmonds.
2: I'm leaning, I was leaning towards Matt Milano because of that pick six. But Tremaine Edmonds, yo, he played on fire last night. I mean, not last night, Monday night. He had a great game. He was flashing, he was playing downhill, playing physical, something maybe a little too physical on the wrong player. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, he was playing physical. And so um, I, I loved his, I love his edge. I loved what he brought to the to the table and what he showed us Monday night. So I want to hear from you guys. Let me know who your player spotlights are on offense and on defense. Uh you know, Jump comes in. He says, Yo, Mitch Morse. I get it. Morse is just Mr. Uh he's just Mr. Consistent, man. Mr. Consistent. Um, who is this? Who is this? Who else? Let me see. Uh, I got Saffold in here. All right, Saffold, big time. Yeah, no doubt. Saffold, man, 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 hey, hey, we didn't we do a number on Jeffrey Simmons? I thought Jeffrey Simmons was gonna be able to wreck the game. Like that guy was like he was one of one of my from last week. He was one of my keys to the to big dubs. We had to shut down. Jeff he had a key on him. We can't let Jeffrey Simmons wreck the game. And for two straight weeks, against. Aaron Donald, shut him down. Jeffrey Simmons, shut him down. Two top-notch, top-dog, elite-level defensive
1: tackles in the league. Quiet. Did nothing. Absolutely nothing. This offensive line
2: is different, man. Roger Sappho coming in, different. But you know who I think is, is, is the offensive line whisperer? That's, that's, that's Aaron Cromer, man. A- Aaron Cromer just came through with it, man. Aaron Cromer just showed up this year. He put his stamp on this Bills offensive line, and they have been playing lights out. Not just in pass protection, but in the run game as well. Even though we're not just like mowing guys over in the run game because that's not necessarily our style of play. But when we need to run the ball, we can run it. Unlike last year, when there was just no shot of running the ball at all. We just just forget it, right? Let's forget it. RB1! It may be RB1 time. Next week, baby. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Aaron Aaron is a savage. Aaron is a savage. Aaron Cromer is a beast for us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, those are my player spotlights, both on offense and defense. And uh, my final thoughts on the Bills versus Titans, it's simple. It's not, a, not even a whole lot. This team is built different. This team is built different, man. This is not, this ain't that, right? This ain't the same Bills team. You know who else is going to find out that this ain't the same Bills team? Oh, baby. Now it's time. Now it's time to get cooking. You know who else is going to find out that this ain't the same team? The Miami Dolphins. They're going to find out. They're going to find out real
1: quick. But I can't talk about the Miami Dolphins by myself. I can't do it. I can't do it. I've got somebody that's waiting. He's waiting to get in, and I want to hear his thoughts. My man, good brother, Friends of the show,
2: friend to the fanatics, resident our very own resident dolphins fan though i think that he's a closet bills fan you know what i'm saying but he ain't quite came out yet but he i don't know why you know what i'm saying it's 2022 baby you can come out it's all good my man the one and only the one and only the handsome guy with a little smug smirk on his face kevin gerard kevin what is good man how are you doing i'm <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: <laughs> what an intro man you know what i mean the energy level like hey, i just came in and killed
2: it because i was like pretty good but yeah no man <laughs> i'm good yeah. i'm good you're good man it's, it's good to see you man it's good to see you again you too buddy uh yo what did you guys man first of all congratulations man congratulations to your your remind dolphins they look pretty good dude they look pretty mm. good man uh two weeks in i mean uh and i guess i guess it's, it's mainly um when you look at that, how they how they came back against the Ravens um, last week. Um, nevertheless, man, I mean, hey, this this is the National Football League. You got to get your wins, however you get them. Two and zero is two and zero. I'll let you talk to me about, about whether or not that's that's a legit team. You know what I'm saying, or whether they they faking the funk. You know what I'm saying. Are they capping a little bit about this two and zero, or are they legit? Um, but nevertheless, they are two and zero, Kevin. Uh, they they've they, they've they've uh they put some things on tape, man. Um, Tua. Is Tua, you guys? Is he the is he the future, Kevin? Is Tua the future franchise quarterback in the Miami Dolphins? What say you, babe?
0: Hmm, probably not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was you're like, you're not going to uh, give him no credit. Come on, well, come on, man, Kevin. But he had a good game. He had a good game. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I was glad to see your recap actually because I forgot the Bills played a game this week because every Bills uh, mafia person's on. Twitter right now, not talking about their team, but talking about how undeserving Tua was. It was the worst 470-yard six touchdown game ever played in the NFL. But well, you know, Kevin, you know, you know that's true, Kevin. Oh Come my on, god. I all day I made one comment somewhere, and that's a uh-huh. slippery slope. 62 Bills fans are like, Oh, Josh Allen's better. Of course, he's better. But Tua <laughs> had a good game. That's it, you know. So yeah. at halftime, though, I was ready to string him. I was ready to ship him out. I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's enough, you know? Yeah, but uh, I'm surprised.
2: I, I mean, I, I yeah, there it
0: is. Like for Richard for... Forbes, a good quarter anyways. Yeah. Dude, he was on pace yeah. for 300 yards at halftime. Like, yeah. it wasn't like uh, he had the first... That's like saying, oh, well, Josh Allen struggled against the Rams early on. No. Yeah. He just had a couple of picks, and then, he, and then he kicked some arse. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, hello... So, um, they probably shouldn't have won that game, if we're being honest. Last game, you know what I mean? They, But what I like to see about it is that in the past, they would never have been able to come back, right? Yeah, It was not something they were capable of. Yeah, Again, did they deserve it? Hmm, probably not. Um, But, you know, it was great to see. It was definitely entertaining. It was my favorite game to watch. In life. Oh, I bet it was. Probably I since the, was. the Miami Miracle when we beat the, the Pats. Actually, no, the uh, best game is when we when we swept you guys a few years ago and jji you ran for like six thousand. I don't even game. know what you're talking about, man. That, those were about. but other than that, that's like my favorite game, right? So it was entertaining to watch. Now I will say against the Patriots, it didn't look impressive. It was like 20 to 7. Yeah. But we kneeled, we kneeled at, at, we could have scored at the end, but we mm-hmm. just kneeled on it. Um and I I watching that game, not once did I ever think the Patriots had a chance of winning. Which again, yeah. Miami's not on the Bills level, right? You guys, are right? that uh-huh. but I feel like Miami's better this year, obviously than last year. I think that the
2: okay, I give you that. That the new
0: coach brought in, yeah, is paying huge dividends. Like it's weird. It's almost like if you have an actual offensive system mm-hmm. instead of uh, three offensive coordinators trying to play uh, RPO every play, it's almost oh, as man. if that works.
2: You know, it does so, work,
0: um, and it works.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, we're like, like you guys, man, like I, I'm telling you, I'm not going to like it. I was on Twitter and, and this is, this, this is, this is a fault of mine because I, I get so emotional. Right. And, uh, I'm watching, and I'm watching you guys just get, you know, run over. Just, just mode. I mean, I mean, Lamar Jackson is just having himself a game. You guys are just getting destroyed. I'm like, I'm loving every bit of it. I'm not even gonna like Kev. And I'm on Twitter, just, just talking my talk. Now nah, that's what y'all get trying to talk about the Bills. And I, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking a whole lot, a whole lot of trash. And all of a sudden, Kev, they started to come back. And I'm looking at the, at the, at the score. And it gets closer and closer and closer. And I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Are the Miami Dolphins about to freaking catch up? And not only catch up, but beat the Ravens? Like, what happened in that game, Kev? Like, what was it? Like, and I had to eat my words. I, I'm, not, I'm not even like, there's no shame in my game. I, I'm, I don't care. But, But what happened in that game that, as a fan, turned the tide? Like, for me, like... It's easy for me, I and mean, trust me, I'm, I'm like, yo, this was, I'm, and I'm one of those guys who are like, yo, this was not a Dolphins win. This was a Ravens collapse on defense, you know. But let me, let me step back, and I want to give, give you a chance to talk about it as a fan because you mm-hmm. know more than I, than I do. So what, what was it that you saw? I mean, is it, is it, was it legit? Was it the, the Dolphins actually coming back in the second half and, and, and changing some things and really just beating the Ravens? Or did the Ravens just collapse? I mean, what was it to you when you saw it?
0: Well, we had no trouble moving the ball against them all game, like none. So it wasn't like we could, weren't doing anything, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter we just started moving. The whole time we were moving the ball, like easily too. Mm-hmm. um And uh but basically what happened is Tua threw his first interception off of Tyreek's hands, bounces into the safety. Second mm-hmm. one was just a terrible play, like. I don't know what he was doing. I think he thought it was like a cover one, and it was actually cover two. And he he was just trying to make. I I would assume just trying to make a play at the end of the half. But he was terrible. Like it was a yeah, terrible yeah. decision, right? I was ready to run him out of town. But um, <laughs> the running backs looked pretty good. The run block, the offensive line, still suspect, which is why when we get to my prediction, the game will it'll go the way it goes. Yeah, right. But yep, yep. the other than Armstead, Armstead's worth every penny. He's elite. Yes, like, absolutely. The, the bills are smart. They're not going to try Von Miller on them. Just run them around the other side of the yeah. and uh-huh. Pick on whatever scrubs on that side because <laughs> our right tackle is already hurt. So it's the backup right yeah. tackle, Greg Little. But anyways, um, they were. Oh, Greg, um, no. oh man, yeah, I know. He, he's no, he's not Bobby Hart, but he's he's in the same league. <laughs> um, but it's like uh, you can kind of see at least the plan, right? And the plan Miami's plan this year is they have the fastest offense in the NFL.
1: Yeah,
0: and. They do. From whether it's you know Mostert's the fastest running back, Hill and Waddle are the fastest pair of receivers. Gasecki runs a four or five, you know, like so. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of speed, and you can see that um, offenses are giving them more space to operate in. And yeah, it. it I, my biggest thing is I think Tua just hit a moment where he's just like. I don't know, man. It's not going very well. I'm just actually going to stop playing timid. I'm just going to start letting it rip. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the uh, the one touchdown was a blown coverage. Um, but at least he threw it. Like earlier in his career, yeah. he'd be checking that down, you know. Um, the first one is just you keep, people forget. Like Diggs is having an amazing start to the year. He's number two in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Two behind Tyree yeah. Hill. Yeah, so Tyree great. Hill is... He's that good, man. Like, he just burns guys, and he's so open. It's not a busted coverage. Peters just couldn't keep up.
2: Nobody can.
0: Yeah, so, but it'll be interesting because the Bills play, you know, they have that safety tandem, right? Mm -hmm. So, they're just going to keep everything in front of them, and I don't know. But, anyways, that's where I think uh, they hit a point where there was no real pressure. It was like, well, we're down by 21. Let's just go for it. And McDaniels is a very aggressive play caller.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he really is. Um, and, 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 Tyreek Hill, man, he's, 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 he's a guy, man. That, like, he, he is no doubt one of, if not the best receiver in the, in the league, man, he's, he's just, he's that dynamic. He's that dangerous. He's, he's really is. But I, I always felt like it just, it was up to Tua. Like if, if Tua can figure it out, if he has time and, and is able to get the ball to Tyreek Hill, whether it be in space or, or he can, you know, connect on may at least one, you know, deep ball of uh, 20 plus yards down the field. You know what I'm saying? At least one, then it's going to be, then they're going to be just just incredibly difficult. You know what I'm saying? With those guys. Um, it's because it's hard to defend that type of speed because Tyreek kill, I mean, he he can, he can blow through double coverage. He can blow through safety. I mean, you give him a seam, he, he's gone. He's gone. So it's just a matter of whether or not uh, Tua can get him the ball um, and those uh, opportunities. But um. Tua he shocked me, man. I'm not even he shocked me this game. I was like I was not looking forward to and I'm surprised that Mike McDaniel had the patience to keep him in the game. I was waiting, like I was waiting for Bridgewater to come out. I was nah, waiting. What's, for
0: him. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, what's the point? You know what Bridgewater is. At least yeah. Tua has a, a bit of a ceiling because he's a young player. You know what I mean? He he could get better. Bridgewater's been in the league for what now eight, nine years, like and he's even yeah. more conservative than Tua. Yeah. So um no real point right so i i thought it was good to keep it with him. and you know what in pre if flores was there they probably mm-hmm. would have benched him and had they benched him it probably yep. would have crushed his psyche even more would have crushed yeah, his yeah. confidence even more that's what the dolphins have done for him for the last two years right mm-hmm. again we're not seeing he's I, I don't think he's great i don't think he's a superstar but they've crushed his confidence for two years for mm-hmm. everything that the bills did for josh allen miami did the opposite whether it's yeah. trying to trade for a sex offender for, for a full year, oh, man. like publicly, publicly, yeah. like the yeah. coach actually came up and told Tua, yes, we're trying to trade you away. Yeah, good game. You know, like, what are you supposed <laughs> to do, right? You come back after a career-threatening injury, and they're trying to trade you, right? First, well, first it was the sit him down for ryan fitzpatrick debacle. If you didn't oh, think he yeah. was ready, you shouldn't have put him in, you know? And you shouldn't have put him in with no training camp, no nothing, coming off the hip. You should have sat him the whole year and let Fitzpatrick go the way. But they didn't. Then they pulled him. Now the questions started. Everyone starts laughing. Hey, oh, he's a backup. Then he comes into year two, and it's just nonstop Watson rumors. They yeah. finally, finally Watson gets traded to the Browns. What is it, a week later? The rumors come out that the Dolphins are tampering for Tom Brady? <laughs> you know what Crazy, I mean? Man. Yeah. So had they sat him this game, that was it so there were you know i i feel like uh mcdaniel's gonna give him the year he's gonna mm-hmm. see what he's got for him or got with him and but you can't pull him you can't do anything you have to try and build his confidence up and right. i think that's when you see all those comments early in the year that tyree kill was making and mcdaniel was making that's what they're trying to do they're trying to build this guy back up
2: yeah i mean they have to at this point even though they may just build him back up just to draft another cornerback <laughs> Yeah. in round one next year. <laughs> Which just going to build them up just 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 enough to, I don't know, I guess maybe get you guys in the playoffs, and then you guys are out of position to even get that franchise quarterback. And then I don't know what this, what's going to happen. Uh, but, man, I hope, you know, I don't know, man. it Tua did get I mean, him. He, he got a bait like, 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 space out. He said, yeah, I do feel bad for Tua. They messed with him so much. They did. I mean, they really did. They did him no favors. Right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely no favors. And then, and then, granted, I mean, the guy came in, he had it he had a serious injury that he was coming back from. Um, so that, that hampered him um Quite a bit, but we saw what he did, and and he has talent, though, right, Kev? I mean, we saw what he did in Alabama with weapons. You know what I'm saying? And 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 didn't you tell me uh, beforehand that uh, at one point that he while he, while he was in Alabama didn't he have like um I don't know about the something about the deep ball? Like he like led the the nation and 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 yeah, uh,
0: yeah, he's the most, he was the most prolific deep ball passer, yeah, in the in the country, yeah, like his uh, not the last year he came out the year before. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best deep ball passers ever. The thing is, is he doesn't. Yeah. I think the hip injury took some of his zip off the ball. Yeah, I don't. He never had a cannon to begin with, mm-hmm. but I don't think he ever got back all of the arm strength from the hip. Yeah, and I think that's the big difference. And it's just that little bit of much because coming out of the college, his arm was was I would say I always argued it was stronger than Joe Burrow's, and no one talks mm-hmm. about Joe Burrow not having the arm strength. Right, but since the hip, it's not the same.
2: Yeah, do you do you think he can come back from it? Do you think it's just a matter of just strengthening it or is it just that's, just, that's uh, it. he's done for?
0: Yeah, I think it's we're in year three now. If if it's not gonna get better now, I can't see it, in, you know. You know, I can't I just can't see it. I'm not in I'm not a doctor. We'd have to yeah. talk about thigh doc, but right. uh I don't I don't know, man.
2: What so when you when you as we are, are um gearing up for this game, man, what what gives you confidence for your Dolphins going against the Bills after what you've seen, you know, the past couple of weeks, couple of weeks? What gives you confidence going into this game that the Dolphins can secure this this, this win? Or are you confident or not? <laughs> I am not
0: confident. Yeah, I would, yeah, I am not confident. Um, Come on, not, Kevin. Yeah, I'm not crazy. So I've been telling all the Dolphins fans, like in private, of like just. Quiet. Calm down. Let's yeah. see if you win the game. You know, then we can talk. <laughs> if we win the game, I'm gonna be calling up fucking Pierre. I'm gonna be asking, yeah. him if you're king. You know what I mean? Like, if but until then, just just don't say anything because we don't have the right. You know, it's been too long since yeah uh, we won the uh, beat, you guys. So and like, so, I,
2: and I'm with you though, Kevin, because like when you look at it, and, and granted, I mean. The, the this is what the this what the, the the media does right i mean the, the dolphins they had when we have that type of a win against mm-hmm. a team as good as the ravens are you're gonna get the hype bro. you're gonna get hyped up i mean so you, i mean you're two and oh, you beat the you beat the pages which you guys have been beaten the last couple of years anyway so that's not really a surprise but then you, you come in and then you just come back with an epic comeback uh victory against the ravens when lamar jackson was on fire and then now you you, you face I mean the, the the buffalo bills coming into town and so there, there there's there's reason for uh, I guess a lot of hype you know this is what the, I think the game of the week um but when I'm what I'm talking about it, is this I'm like yo this has only been two games for the Dolphins but we've seen the Bills play like this for mm-hmm. for for a, for a while so like for fins fans I mean I get it I mean get excited I mean why not I mean you know what I'm saying why not but but for guys who are just like like just running their mouths like oh you know the Bills are gonna you know, you're not winning the division. The you know the the Dolphins are gonna and all this. I, I'm like, yo, pump the brakes, man. Like, what what do you think about these guys? Now this is old, but they, they they were still running their mouths about the Dolphins and how much they're gonna just beat the brakes off the Bills. What do you think about these guys? Maybe, maybe you've seen them or not. I
3: don't know. Buffalo is probably favored or tied for favor to come out for the Super Bowl, and that would be a, that would be a pretty safe bet for them to be in the AFC Championship game. But don't act like you already won it, bro. Don't. And this is what happens they act like they already win it and this is where they end up and they're looking through the dolphins and i'm telling you this is not the year to make that mistake it's not because come the final quarter of the season when you're counting wins and losses again you're going to be you're going to be looking at you know either we're looking at our rear view at you or yeah that's probably how it's going to be
2: so it, that, that, that wasn't another that, look that's not all here's another one. check check this out okay, hold on, hold on. it started okay <laughs> hold on yeah he did right yeah, i was like
0: okay he's pretty reasonable why are you showing and then i was like
2: oh yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna, yeah that's it and then and then check this out.
3: <laughs> again and i said this earlier their infamy lies with failure that's mm-hmm. the infamy it's it's wide right it's uh uh you know uh, uh 13 seconds you type 13 seconds in a chat in any of these places everyone already knows what you're talking about yeah. now i'm not saying that it's like something the the idol fan would know but if you're on these fanatics as everyone is all throughout twitter and everything i mean it just strolls in when when a dolphins fan or if any divisional fan is arguing when a jets fan argues with the bills they say 13 seconds to your face. And now you can give them all the reasons to put the jets in the dirt, but they've they've got a weapon that we know hurts you. It bothers you. That's
2: the thing. We know it works. <laughs> Kevin, that that is that, that's your that's that's from your fan base, man. The fin's tailgate. What yeah. what say you, man? Uh, what what are your thoughts when you when you hear that coming out of those guys' mouths?
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's the opposite of what I was talking about. Um, yikes! Like, look, let's be real. You guys, as a fan base, are brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal, because you guys are so unbelievably cocky. I've said it many <laughs> times, and I say this with love. But you grew up getting beat down by the Patriots, and you man, watched man. how the Patriots fan act. And we were all like, these guys suck. We hate Patriot fans. You've had a taste, a small taste of success. And now you're the Patriots fans again.
2: So no, dude, we're not that so, bad, Kev. Come oh, on, You are man.
0: absolutely no way. At least the Patriots had six titles. Shit, you won less games last year and didn't go as far in the playoffs. And I heard more this offseason.
2: From who? From, from Bills fans or from the oh, National media?
0: God. I'm telling you right now. Go on Twitter. No one covers the Miami Dolphins like the Bills Mafia. No one. If, if, if Tua breaks wind in the shower, there's a Bills content creator putting a clip up. So,
2: like, let's, again. Well, that's what it's about. We got to we got to entertain people. Yeah. Tua so I mean, in the shower like, is
0: like, you guys are cocky. So, but, oh, man. again, the problem is, well, from my perspective, is at least you're the best team in the league. So, and I think comfortably the best team in the league. I think it's you, and then there's a gap, and then it's like Tampa and and uh you really think Tampa's Easton, up there? Right. Oh I, you I think t- if, if they get their stuff together, that's the best wide receiver core maybe I've ever seen. That's mm. uh and that's a dominating defense. So I think if if uh Brady gets his, his crap together, I think that's a very good team. I think if they get their stuff together, they walk through the NFC because well, that's I, that's
2: why that's why he came back because the NFC is a cakewalk
0: yeah exactly yeah right so um but i mean like godwin evans julio russell gage scotty like it's insane they were cut yeah. oh Cole
1: that- Beasley.
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah so but anyways um i think that's you guys are really good so you guys can talk your stuff that's why dolphins fans have to be quiet because we haven't done anything yet but ah, we've been so boring like even when we had some decent years like we made the playoffs a few years ago Running game and defense. We had that run in the two thousands where we didn't win any championships, but we were always like twelve wins, eleven wins. Back when we had Mm -hmm. like the Taylor, Zach Thomas, Sam Madison, you know, all those guys. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, Ricky Williams years, right? Yeah. Boring, you know. So we haven't had, we haven't been able to actually score some points since Dan Marino retired. So some of these guys are running their mouths off because all of a sudden they see a competent offense and they're mistaking it for a great offense. And it's, it's I tell have a sneaking suspicion it's not going to go so well come Sunday.
2: Tell them, tell them. It's, I, I don't know, man. And and maybe, maybe Bill's fans, maybe we're feeling ourselves a little too much. I don't know. But I, I just, I can't help myself, Kev, because <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just can't. Oh, just,
0: man, you guys are the worst. I love you guys. I, just, I love you guys. I just, I just can't oh, help
2: my. it, man. God, because I mean, look, the Bills are a great team right now. I get it. We haven't we We're haven't team, yeah. we we haven't won a Super Bowl. I get it, but yeah. that doesn't mean that you can't get excited about how great your team is. No, no,
0: for sure. But I, maybe it's because I'm one of the I don't know. This sounds weird to say, but I guess one of the Dolphins fans that has like the majority of my Twitter people are Bills fans. So maybe it just feels worse for me because anytime something happens, when they uh think dolphins, they think of me. And then they drag me through the mud. (laughs) uh, I get shit on like, oh man. So um, yeah, I I take a real beating. I keep seeing you guys whining in the comments about how you're injured. Yeah. So are we. Don't try Don't line that up. (laughs) Oh, we're missing our corner. We're missing our corners too. You know what I mean? We who got, you got that, who, who do you, who do you got? Who are you guys missing? Xavier Aaron Howard Jones is missing. Oh, John. Uh, Nick Needham might not play, or nickel corner, So our, those guys oh, are playing. And uh, Xavier Howard is—he's not even practicing right now because we have got a groin injury. So I Ooh. think, yeah, and if Howard doesn't play, it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it is over. Yeah. So I mean, not that it, it probably won't matter in the end, but you need Howard if you want to have a shot. So. And then yeah, of course, yeah. missing our right tackle, he's hurt. Um, and then uh, apparently, our now Teron Armstead is injured. Surprise, you know. So we'll see. But uh, Tr- Needham is trash. Needham didn't give up a single touchdown last year, not <laughs> yeah. one. You know, you always love to talk about Teron Armstead. Needham was better in coverage than Teron Armstead was last year. Let's um, l-
2: let's 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 focus right here, Kev. Because the king, because Pierre says, "Yo, Kev, you need to get the body bag ready."
0: Yeah, but Pierre's been saying you're going 17 and 0 for the last seven years. You know what I mean? So it, <laughs> even a broken clock's right twice a year. But this so, year's like different, like, Kev. Different. This year's different. How's it different? You've been crushing it <laughs> for three years. It's no different. I heard you were like, "This is a different team." I'm like, "Shit, I hope so," because it, it has a gone different so team. Well.
2: This team, this team is this team is is is, is just uh better, man. I don't know. It's something different about it, man. The way they, this mentality, and I think, I think. But where I think that this team has really just, um, I guess, gotten over the over the over the hump, I guess you can say, is is just the defensive line. Yeah, I, I think that's that was the like the main thing. We all we all, we already knew that Josh Allen and Diggs was was lead, you know, the, um, but across that defensive line, that that D line has been suspect for years now. But when we can sure that up with the interior, um, uh, uh, with D, with Daquan Jones, um, if Tim Settle can get back um, healthy. We got him, and then we, we brought back Jordan Phillips, who's having a great start to his year as well. Plus, now you look at the edge, and we add Vaughn Miller. Um, so it, 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 the defensive line it just looks visibly different and more dominant this year than it has in, in in years past. And so I think that's what helps us out, because now it's like our, our our defense and our offense can match. Now, granted, we were the number one defense in the league last year, but, I mean, come on now. Like, like, like real fans actually knew that it was kind of like, how real was that? You know what I'm saying? Because we had such a cake of a schedule. But our D-line was suspect all year last year. Even in the run, we got gashed. You we, we saw it. Um, so it was bad. But this year, I think they, they, they shored that up so far. Um, I mean, when you go up against the King, and you shut him down to what? Like, he didn't have, what, what, 25 yards or something? That was ridiculous. Shut him all the way down. Uh, we'll find out going the rest of the year. But I just think that's where it looks a whole lot different. And then we've got speed with these these, these rookie corners, Kev. Uh, Kyer Elam and Christian Benford—they mm-hmm. don't look like rookies to me. They—they—they they, they, they don't. Now, I mean, what do you what do you think about? Him? I mean, when you when you look at him, you know, um, objectively as a Dolphins fan, because you know Bills Be- fans, you know, we're we're, we're drinking the Kool Aid, man. We're we're drunk on, yeah. on 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 some stuff. So, what do you what do you see out of them? Um, well, you, when you think this about,
0: team it team makes it easy it's easier to play mm-hmm. corner, right? That's mm-hmm. why I. I always laugh when it's Trey White over Xavier Howard. When you're in that scheme, it's it's much, much easier to play corner, especially when you have the best safety 10 in the league. So, I mean, if you put those rookie corners in a scheme like Miami plays, where they're on an island, they got to play a lot of man on man, maybe it's a different story. I do yeah. like Christian Benford's ability, I like his willingness to tackle. Yeah, me too. I like he came and blew up a run play last year against the Titans. Like, uh-huh. I like that. Um, Elam has a bit more physical tools, I think, but I, Benford's a better player right now. So who knows where it will end up at the end? I agree
2: with that. Right? I agree. And that's crazy like, because, because you got a, a first round draft pick in Kyrie Elam, and then you get the sixth round guy in, in Benford, but he just came a little bit more polished for the scheme whereas Kyrie Elam was a, was a was a man guy trying to convert to playing zone yeah. whereas benford is already zone ready so that's why he has an edge so far um but the fact that we have both of those guys who are interchangeable who, who who look good um but benford is really just really just showing me something man i mean the way and i, I remember that play because he had it was Derrick henry had gotten strung yeah. out to the to the to the sideline and he just came and blew him up i mean just it, it was it was a great and he's always been physical he's a physical corner and, and i love yeah. that about him
0: yeah, he just took the tight end, just blew up the tight end right back into the play. It yeah. was, um, yeah, so there, so I'm not taking anything away. I'm just saying it's, an, it's a good situation to put rookie corners in um, because your defense is predicated on that back too, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get anything deep on them. So if you can't get anything deep, they always have that security of someone behind them. So yeah. they can gamble, they can be aggressive, they can come up because they don't have to worry that they're going to do a false step and get beat. Um, and and of course, the other part of your defense is going to be, it's, it's the Milano and Edmonds, right? I know for some yeah. reason, weird yeah. reason your fan base isn't always high on Edmonds. I don't get it. Because he's like, he has, if you look at his responsibility and role, it's one of the hardest I've seen in the league. They ask him mm-hmm. to do so much. And his yeah. length and size disrupts so many passing lanes. And then Milano is just an unbelievable uh, all-around linebacker, but especially in coverage. So you mm-hmm. basically have the whole middle of the field locked up, deep that's middle right. and middle, right? So these corners, they they're playing in a little circle. They're playing a tiny that's little right. cloud zone. They come up as long and as long as they tackle well, um, then they're going to be good. So against Miami, like that's that's going to be their big thing: is can they tackle? Because mm-hmm. Miami's going to hit Hill and Waddle on some short ones. And then it's that you know that that that's the only way Miami wins is if they yeah. break a couple tackles and then they're gone because your secondary is not fast, so it's not gonna catch those guys. So yeah. but they're excellent, like they're so smart. I shouldn't like, yeah. like I'm not shitting on them by saying they're not fast. That's just facts. But they're yeah, there's e- they're, they're just sound like your Leslie Frazier yeah. just whatever you think of them as a head coach, is a defensive coordinator, exactly. everyone knows their schemes, everyone knows their assignments, and they're always in, in position. Yeah. So there's no blown coverages. So that's what's impressive. So I feel like with those rookie corners, it's going to come down there they're tackling. Can they stop Tyreek and and uh, Waddle uh, from making big plays out of small catches?
2: Yeah, I agree 100% because, I mean, they're, they're going to have to show up because uh, Dane Jackson, I mean, got first of all, Oh uh, man, God bless that man because that was a that was a a scary scary moment right there when we saw Dane Jackson take that that friendly fire hit from uh from Jermaine Edmonds. Yeah, um, so glad to hear the news that that he walked out of the hospital. Man, I thank God for that because that that, that could have gone a whole different way. The way his head snapped back, I thought. Yeah, he, yeah, I saw him scary. moving
0: right away, so I didn't yeah. realize how like how severe it was until, yeah. um until i saw the replay and then i was like oh my god yeah.
2: but you know what pissed me off and i'm oh, saying
0: don't bring that up the guy that moves him because yeah come on kevin why not second, because it was it was completely unintentional you can watch re- replay again your guy pushes him and says hey he's hurt and the titans player goes what looks down he goes oh shit and immediately looks is like oh i'm so sorry i didn't realize like what do you
2: think he would just lay on the ground to take a nap
0: there's a difference between people, someone being super hurt and someone like lying there after a tackle. You see that a thousand times in every game. He wasn't moving, guys. He was moving. He was rolling around. He wasn't stationary. You he, he was hurt, but if oh, he was hurt. Why, why are you going? Why are you going to move him in the
2: first place? Hurt, hurt, stupid, hurt or
0: not? Here's what I'm saying. It was a stupid play, but yeah. I don't think it was super malicious because the second that guy found it, you could see it in his in his demeanor. As soon yeah. as he realized he was actually hurt, he was like, "Oh no!" And he stood there and he was like very contrite. Now, yeah, I can't read – you know, you're just reading body language here. But it sure. wasn't like he was just pushing a guy off to pull his guy out of the pile, which you see 42 times a game.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it was malicious. But in the moment – and I told, I told you, Kev. I told you, man. I get, I get emotional, man.
0: And I didn't realize – I don't – because remember, same thing. At full speed, it didn't look that bad. Like – and he rolled over right away. Yeah. And he was moving. Again, I'm not trying to diminish the injury. I'm just saying – in the in the heat of the moment, it wasn't until we saw the replay, and I was like, Oh my God. And then you realize how severe it could have been, because yeah. that was you're not yeah, supposed right. to bend that way. Oh man. No, he no, 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 you're not. No, you know. So I'm glad he's healthy. Like, I'm glad it's okay. I just don't think that guy was was like yeah, trying I don't to think I
2: don't think it was malicious that either. Shit. I don't think so, but I just I was pissed when I first saw it because I'm like, guy, he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? He was moving like he was a sack of potatoes. Like, get out the way. Hurt or not. And, you know, I just felt some type of way about that. You know, so I had to get that off my chest care. I told you I'm an emotional guy. I know. You guys forgive not me. Not like when Gronk uh, jumped on Trey. <laughs> <I was pissed. laughs> no, that now, that was that was malicious, yeah. and I was surprised to this day that ticks me off, man. Because you I know, was, you, know who, you know who really pissed me off more than Gronk was uh, Preston Brown. Oh, Preston. he's
0: the dirtiest player i would seen. I
2: can't stand
0: Preston Brown, the king of the assisted tackle. If if. Oh my God! It's my most hated bill of all time. <laughs> Pierre is in. If Pierre is in this chat, he is laughing right now because I've been talking about Preston Brown for years. He never makes a play. No one runs over and puts a hand on a guy already going down to get those assisted tackles more uh-huh. than Preston Brown. And, and celebrate. <laughs> this fact.
2: I like the yep. other
0: Brown. What was his name? Oh, I love Zach. Zach, Zach Brown? Brown. Oh, I love that Zach Brown. Good
2: man. I love Zach Brown. But no, no. Pre- Preston Brown ticked me off because. That play, like as soon as as soon as Gronk, you know, laid and, and, and hit 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 Trey, Preston Brown is right there. He's right there looking at it. And he jumps up and down like some little baby and is like crying to the rest, like like, like look what he just did. And I'm like, dude I don't understand why the whole bench didn't clear and go after him. I get I guess Preston Brown was scared of, of Gronk. I don't know, but that ticked me off, man. And and I felt some type of way about that too. No, I, I would too. That I, was
0: yeah. that was filthy. I was just like, what the hell? It was pretty bad.
2: Yeah, it was bad. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, enough talking about Preston Brown. In those old bills, but uh nevertheless, Kev, um what you, you so you, you said that you you're not too confident, man, that, that you guys are gonna pull out the win, that not, not even a little bit. So so what what is your key to the game, man? Like what if the dolphins are gonna win this game, it comes down to what the
0: defense has to play like they did against you guys last game. If you recall, last game was very close. You guys had three points at halftime. And we were we were winning in the fourth quarter, and then you yeah. had that classless last second touchdown when instead of kneeling, you went for it for some reason and then went for a two-pointer. Like I'm still pissed off about that. What a classless yeah. move. But, anyways, yeah. so that was the defense has to play like that because it sure as hell can't play like when you scored 70 points or whatever in like right. 17 two years ago. If the defense can play like that, get a few lucky bounces, get some turnovers, um, and then Ah, is Gabe Davis playing?
2: I don't know. I I don't know yet. It's it's still early.
0: Because yeah, so we'll see. Because Howard did well against uh, Digs last year, Mm -hmm. but it's always the secondary. Like I'm starting McKenzie in my pools this year because are you for this week? Because yeah, I have a a bad feeling. But um, if yeah, so if Miami wins, they're going to need the defense has to play really well. They're going to have to get a couple of lucky bounces. With some deflections that turn into interceptions and then of course the on offense your guys are gonna have to miss tackles right mm-hmm. so and hopefully from Miami's perspective they can they can run a bit on you we've shown this year that you guys are pretty stout up the middle with all those DTs mm-hmm. um but i want them to see I want to see von Miller have to defend the run right so
2: um I mean we will He's I mean, he he had a he had an excellent uh, um tackle for loss against Derrick Henry.
0: Oh, I'm not saying he's bad. Yeah. He's your best yeah. bet, right? Yeah. His best bet is for him to be so like salivating the kill Tua, like Epinesa mm-hmm. did, that it's to try and get him, you know, get him out of position and move him. So, mm-hmm. and because Groot is excellent against the run, excellent so man. That's where I would go, right? I would go at Von yeah. Miller and then try and wear him down if you can, um, you know, based on him having him defend the run, but. You need every one tough. of these things – like every one of these things has to hit for Miami to have a shot, I think. They have yeah. to get turnovers. The defense has to play well. They have to be able to pressure Josh with just four. They have to be able to run the ball. <laughs> and, then, and then you guys have to uh, have a sloppy tackling game.
2: Yeah, well, they can't Then – they're not running the ball against it. This is not going to happen. I don't see it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, my my, my thing is this. I think the Bills, um, the, the rookies are going to get tested. Our corners are going to get tested, man. I mean, Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle are going to test them tremendously, um, and so I want to know if they're up for the task. I mean, it's one thing to to play against um, Traylon Burks and an aging Robert Woods and whoever else the Titans try to throw out there. It's a whole other thing when you've got you know, <laughs> when you get the best receiver in the game plus uh, an up and coming stud who's who's basically arrived in Jalen Waddle. Um, I am I'm I'm curious to know like if the Dolphins are gonna have time to to go deep to throw the ball down the field to to Jalen Wallow or to Tyreek Hill or is or are they gonna be or is Tua gonna be running for his life? You know what I'm saying? Because I I think that I think that the Bills are gonna bring some some pressure, which we're just four. And uh, Tua made mention about how he, you know, he can't see. And so I think I think a lot of guys are gonna get their arms up in the air, but I think it's gonna be a, a quick passing game. For the dolphins, um, getting the ball out. Maybe maybe the screen game is that is that you can you see can you see some screen games uh going on with, with the dolphins to get the ball in, in Tyreek Hill's uh hands uh quick and early to maybe try to break something loose or maybe some crossers across the middle? Cause as, I mean he's been yeah. known for that, for killing the bills with some crossers. Um, because you know all it takes is a crease and he's gone. What do you what do you think about that, man?
0: Yeah, that's what they're gonna have to do. So I think they're gonna have to move the pocket. So Keep in mind, this is your Shanahan offense, right? So, there's a lot of rollouts, a lot of bootlegs, a lot of play action. Um, they're gonna have to keep moving, they're gonna have to help on on Greg Little's side. I don't care who's on the other team, you're not, yeah. I doubt you're gonna beat Armstead, but they got to keep uh, they got to keep protection on Greg Little's side, or they're just gonna yeah. be eaten alive. Um, oh, come on,
2: I said it, man, I said it. Uh, yeah, so, Tyreek, tar, tar, I mean, when you just, just from a stats, you look at the stats. Um, Tyreek is number one. And then, and then you got, you got Diggs, but you know, I love my man Diggs. So it's, it's just no shade, but Tyreek is that dangerous dude. He's, he's just, we know yeah. that.
0: So, so that's, but you, but you nailed it. You're going to have to, the screen. I don't think that doesn't really work because Poyer blows him up. Johnson blows him up. They're just too good um, yeah. against the screens. But, I want to see like the same, like the the quick, like the slants and the crossers and stuff like that. Yeah, is I want to see if your corners can follow him across the the field, and then hopefully like <laughs> the long touchdown he scored against you guys in the playoffs, right? Well,
2: we saw that we saw a play like that um, Monday night. I'm trying to think who it was. I think it went to Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks was uh, was it Kyer Elam? You I think I think Burks was was kind of was in the tight formation, you know, in mm-hmm. the slot, and he ran across the middle and beat, um, beat Elam, I think it was, across the middle. And he had like a – like a it was a huge play. I mean, I think like 16, 17 yards across the field. Like, if, if that's Tyreek Hill, he's scoring. And, and unless, you know, our safeties come up and, you know, and somebody can punch him, you know, and, and keep the yak down. But if, yeah. if that's Tyreek Hill, I think that's that's one of those classic Tyreek Hill, throw the deuces up, and he's gone. Hyde, so
0: Yeah, Hyde's status is going to be big for you guys. It's going to be
2: huge, man. Because
0: if Hyde doesn't play um, – can you play as much cover too? Um, and then if you do, it's, you know, I'm a Miami U fan, so I love Johnson, but yeah, yeah. Know, but, uh, gonna be, yeah, But he's not fast. So um, it'll be interesting. But yeah, that's, that's I overall, I think uh I need a miracle. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to now, need.
2: Now. All right. So, so let me, let me ask you uh, this question. Kev. Let me ask you mm-hmm. this question because, um, you know man I mean we're feeling we're feeling ourselves right now we're feeling ourselves this day. and I and I, I came in you know the title of the show is 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 yo hey, hey the bills they have no reason to feel threatened at all none I know people are talking about you know hey watch out for the dog I, I don't think that there's a reason for us to be threatened at all but could this be or would you consider this to be a a, a trap game yeah, I mean could it be a trap game or is it a legit a legit um, um, competitive matchup?
0: I think the dolphins are improved. I think the dolphins have a good shot to make the playoffs or at least a, a, a good chance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that uh, they can win 10, 10 games, 11 games, maybe if things go right. Um, so I wouldn't call it a trap game. It's not mm-hmm. like you're playing like the commanders or something, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? like, yes, yeah. but um you guys should expect to win every game now. Well, you will every game. Will you win every game? Probably not. You might drop mm-hmm. one or two here and there, but, um, uh, you should win, but yeah, I wouldn't. And it's a division game. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's tough to, to not get up for that. Um, but hopefully, hopefully you're so cocky because, you mm-hmm. know, you've beaten us the 7,000 times in a row. Hopefully, you know, they underestimate them a little bit. So, he didn't actually say that, so he's what talking about he's, so Rico's talking about there's a fake quote going around that someone has added. Here you go, it's Here not go. real. He didn't actually say this, someone in the internet made this, uh,
2: yeah. I, I, I caught that too, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. hey, but hey man, but you know, do what you gotta Dude, do, man. Actually, Tyreek
0: brought, brought Poyer on his uh, he brought show, his podcast, yeah, I remember that, and uh, it was an excellent episode, but um. Uh, and he's he was nothing but complimentary to you guys, like uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I use smack <laughs> that ass, but yeah, but yeah, I, I think uh, who knows? Like I said, uh, you guys sh- should win the championship unless Allen gets hurt.
2: You know, oh like, man, don't you say anything about Allen, don't you? I'm don't even, saying, I'm just I know it. I don't even want to hear. Like, that you
0: if yeah, Allen really. if to run him too often, and he gets hurt or something. Then that's your only—that's oh, your only chance of getting derailed. I think.
2: What do you think about this, Gav? What do you think about the spread, man? Not high enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm I'm putting the bills. Again, it's a whole thing. Like, look, if it was another team, I'd be a little cockier. If there's another team, I'd be a little more confident. Yeah. If there's another team, like. Should, again should we have won against the ravens no but yeah. we've never been able to do that before and to mm-hmm. see that explosiveness to see and it's not just hill it's like waddle like it's it's waddle going for 170 and two scores it's hill going for 190 and two scores you know what i mean like yeah um against another team i feel like we can uh <laughs> i we'd have a good shot but against you guys eh, it's gonna be a beat down
2: he, he thinks okay all right, all right so so yeah let me let me ask you this question, Kev, because I'm getting to this this last segment here um, before we before we end it with some some uh, score predictions. Okay, um, I need I need I need you to tell me from the news that you've been hearing out of out of out of Miami Dolphins uh, fan, whatever whatever y'all call yourselves. Okay, um, is is anything that's coming out of, out of out of Miami? Is it is it is it true, or are they capping? You know why are you capping? That's cap. Why are you capping? Why are you capping, that's cap. Is anything coming out of Miami Dolphins? True or is it cap? Is it cap or no cap? Tell me something that's been said in the national, maybe the national media or maybe local media about the Dolphins matchup against the Bills that you think is just straight cap.
0: Oh, specific to what you guys are? um against you guys i don't know i i haven't really there's a lot of miami fans that are a little delusional but um you know whatever like you guys were probably the same way when you weren't very good you know you always now we got a chance this is the year you know what i mean so that's that's (laughs) what we're doing i can't i can't hate on them but uh yeah (laughs) fins up nation
1: oh is that what y'all call?
0: yeah i had no idea fins up up nation. yeah Oh, okay. so that's what they always say fins up so uh-huh. but uh nah man like there's a bit of hype over so what i think happened is for whatever reason the national media loves to dump on tua right they yeah. just unrelentingly dump on tua he's the worst he's whatever but he's not when you check the 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 stats when you watch them play he's no worse than than the he's he's no worse than the bottom half of the guys you know what i mean like mm-hmm. He's a mediocre guy right now, and he's had a, you know. So now he's had this big game. So now some of the media is like, oh, you know, he's got all the tools. What? Two minutes ago, you told me he was a bum. If uh, Chris Sims is rating him, with everybody, a forty-second overall quarterback, which is just absurd. You know (laughs) what I mean? But he yeah so we'll see so I something they too, man they, yeah they, so they, now they all of this game the 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 national media is a little a little too uh showing them a bit of love i think it's because they feel bad because they shat on us for 10 months
2: oh kev come I on see an av-
0: i see it i see a comment to his average i agree yeah I, that's what i think he's not trash he's just not good you know what i mean so if you look at you know the wins which wins aren't a quarterback stat but i mean he he's turnovers and his touchdown interception ratio his stats like i i just you can't i i don't understand how anyone can watch a full season of Tua, a full season of mac jones and tell me Tua's is trash and mac jones is going to be a great player oh, when yeah, their stats no. are almost no. identical except no. Tua is actually a little bit uh is more mobile he's not a threat to run but he's actually kind of elusive in the pocket You know, I see it. I
2: saw it. Adam's a stupid. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like. He closes his eyes and prays right
1: there. (laughs) I'd rather have that than Mac
0: Jones. You know what I mean? You know that photo of Mac Jones where he's got like, "Eh," like, oh,
2: man, that's bad. Oh, man. Oh, that was funny, dude. That that almost brought tears. (laughs) He just chunks it. it. I hope he's there. It's like the
0: meme. There's that meme where there's like two dudes carrying a guy in. It's like Tua and Waddle carrying Tua this year.
2: Oh, man. But
0: that's the whole point, right? Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, the 49ers went to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship game with Jimmy G. And I yeah. think uh, I think Tua can be just as good as Jimmy G.
2: Do You think so? Uh, All right, so Rico, Rico said, yo, Kevin, I was just on a Dolphins show, and they say that the organization believes in Tua. Is that true? Do they really believe in him like that? Like that, So
0: the coach does, I think, because the coach thinks, you know how every coach thinks they can make that difference, they can scheme them up. So apparently in Miami was all in and trying to get rid of Tua. And when McDaniel got hired, he actually had this whole clip of all these cut ups of things that Tua has done the last couple of years, and then showed them how it would succeed in his system because yeah. again this is a guy that came from like to remember when san fran would trot out like nick mullins and he'd throw for 360.
2: yeah right.
0: it's a very quarterback friendly uh scheme so i think he thinks that he can win with tua i don't think anyone thinks he's the next josh allen or the next patrick mahomes but i think that when they say they believe is they don't believe that he's trash and they think that you know with his accuracy his mobility in the pocket his pocket awareness that sort of stuff. That he's a higher ceiling Jimmy G. And if you can make the Super Bowl and you've got a higher ceiling guy, in your opinion, yeah. then why wouldn't you believe?
2: Yeah, I, I I get it, man. You know what I'm looking at here. I see somebody in here talking about like who's who's out. That's Jordan Poirier out, Micah Hyde out, Trey White, Dane Jackson. Come on now, that's yeah, that's practice. I'm looking at I'm looking at the practice report. Micah Hyde did not practice. Dane Jackson, Nelson Knox, Jordan Phillips did not practice. Limited was Gabe Davis, Poirier, Settle, Mitch Morris, Ed Oliver. Full practice was was Matt Milano, Cam Lewis. But this is this is, this is Wednesday. We, we still have the rest of the week, man, half the week left. It, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. Um, I think I think we'll be fine. Everyone yields
0: um, in time to play Miami. It's a, it's it is a it's you got that right. It's a medical fact. It's not, it's just not just you guys, every team. We had Peters, Marcus Peters played for the first time in two years. Healed just in time for Miami. You know what I mean? Like everyone gets better when they play us. Oh man.
2: Yeah. Well, guess what? It's about to be a a freaking ridiculous game. What's up, buddy? My son is already calling me. So this is what I want to know. It's time. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Put that back up there. Who's all right? I like that. Who's Miami's X factor? One on offense. One on defense, I like that, Kev. On offense, uh-huh. on
0: offense, I'll say Mike Gesicki. Um, there's a lot of attention, I would assume, that's going to be paid to Waddle and Tua, uh, Waddle that's and Hill, play. right? Yeah. And sure. uh, Gesicki's had a lot of success in the past against you guys. Um, if you guys are going to be, you know, making sure that you keep far enough back that Waddle and Tua don't get behind you, that should open some space in the middle, or hope, theoretically open some space in the middle for Gesicki.
2: Do you um, think Waddle is going to be stuck to him like glue, Like what on Rice?
0: Well, he's not been successful at that in the past, so we'll see. But um, the uh, on defense, oof, it's easy to say Howard. He's the most important one. Hopefully yes, his groin's pretty good because if he can't, play like at 90% or better, uh, I don't know who's going to cover digs. Well, they won't mm-hmm. be able to, that's for sure. So he's your most important. But if I had to pick like an X factor player, like off the, off the radar, I'm going to say Javon Holland. So okay. yeah. Who's, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Got that from my <laughs> the snowman, the Canadian. So he's, um, he's awesome. Okay. By the end of the year, he's going to be in the conversation for the best safety in the league like he's that good yeah so and he's only in his second year so he's got to make some plays i'm gonna be honest he did not play well against baltimore it was his yeah. worst game of his career um so we'll see but uh i i think holland if he can make a few remember i said we need a couple of bounces i need like x to get his hand on a ball and tip it up and have holland pick it off you know
2: something like yeah. that. i would have i would have figured you would have um especially specific to this game, you would have picked like Christian Wilkins or somebody because considering that Mitch Morris came off of that elbow injury and um, he, he's limited, you know what I'm saying? And so like I would, if I were you guys, I would, I would kind of test that and see how strong he is. Um, you know uh, that, I mean, that, that may, maybe that could, I don't know. Cause I think you guys need some pressure, but you don't want to blitz. That's the thing yeah. about it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Can, can you guys bring pressure against the bills and get Josh um, flustered or get him off of his spot? you know what i'm saying
0: that's gonna be phillips well like you know i mean if something's gonna happen it's gotta be him so um he's been drawn a lot of attention this year a lot of double teams a lot of chips a lot of uh a lot of guys going at him so it'll be it'll be interesting you guys don't really do that too much because you play a lot of like 10 personnel or 11 personnel and you put knocks out in the passing so it'll be interesting um to see uh see if he can if he can help out because if he can create some that's the only way you beat that's how jacksonville beat you guys right the only way you can beat uh you guys is you have to make Allen miserable in the pocket with just four because if he blitz it's you know eventually he's just going to beat you
2: right yeah it's, it's going to be interesting i mean you, you guys have a defensive line to, to to do something you know what i'm saying so uh it's it's i think as it always does typically it, it comes down to the trenches like whoever wins in the trenches and typically, you know, um, it, you know, might win the game. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that because when I look at at you guys as defensive front man, Christian Wilkins, Rayquan Davis, Emmanuel Ogba, Jalen Phillips, you know what I'm saying, and then not, not, to, not to mention, I mean, Melvin Ingram, you know, what I'm saying too. So you guys have, you guys got, got, a, got a squad, man, on defense. Um, but Kevin, give me your score prediction, man, because it's, it's, it's score prediction time, and I want to know, is this game going to be close? No. <laughs> it's not gonna be close what's the score what's the score gav
0: i initially said initially i was pretty confident i had predicted a 39 to 10 loss but i think i'm gonna up it to 41 much like vegas the line for me huh. is gonna move a bit so uh it's funny because i said you guys are gonna beat the titans 41 10 and it was 41 7 but uh, but i think that uh i think it's gonna be just a disaster. I think the Miami fans are just going to be crashed down to earth, but, and we got to, we got to remember that you guys are a different animal and that doesn't end our season. So yeah. um I said before the season, someone asked me to do like a, a real weird, like what's your weird prediction? My weird prediction was that Miami would lose to Buffalo three times this year. And I would still consider it a success. Really? Well, it means we made the playoffs. And <laughs> if we played You guys, we probably won a first round game. 'Cause mm-hmm. I like our chances. I like our chances against a team like Indy or the Titans or Oh Indy looks those, terrible those, right now. Yeah, those guys. I, I you know, I think that we can match it. Obviously we can play against Baltimore, you know, stuff like that. So I could see it. But yeah, I, I think that that uh, this game's not gonna be close. I think uh I think we're running into a buzzsaw right now.
2: So we're putting a forty burger on you guys again.
0: Yeah, maybe we can hold it to thirty-eight. Um, you know, prayers. But okay. uh, but yeah, we need we need Byron. We just we play such a man heavy scheme,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you it's all predicated on having the two good corners and being able to play off that, and showing the blitz and backing out and stuff like that. And without Byron Jones, like I think Allen is just whoever's playing. If Gabe Davis is playing, it's going to be a beat beat just a massive beat down. But even no matter who's on out there, I think he's yeah. just going to pick on that guy.
2: Right. I mean Rico makes a great point. I mean if if the Bills lose. Dolphins fans and national media will be insufferable. Why the That's, national
0: media though? They hate Miami. Like they no one ever no, said Miami. They, good they, them. they good. are
2: propping you guys up. Man, they're they're they are inflating you guys' heads right now. They're talking about it. I mean, like, like yo, know, this is this is a game of the week. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. nobody, nobody's really saying, Oh, the Miami Dolphins are gonna get blown out. They're actually like saying, like, this is a legit like matchup game. This is why I'm thinking I'm like, look, the Bills don't have nothing to worry about. But if we don't handle business, that's why I asked you earlier. Is this could this be like a trap game? If they don't handle business, I get it. They're, they're, there's there's fort. there there'll be 14 more games in the season, but for seven days, it is going to be ridiculous amounts of conversation about the Miami Dolphins and, oh, they're going to win the division, and then I'm going to have to deal with these bums again coming on here talking crazy. You saw those guys that came on here to tail the gate. Yeah, that was so those um, They're, they're going to come out the yeah. woodworks acting crazy, and so, yeah, I don't want to hear none of that stuff. Oh, none I
1: got to tell you
0: right now, okay, because I know someone's listening. Every time Miami plays the Bills and they lose, this esteemed gentleman brings me on his show so that everyone can laugh (laughs) i'm telling you right now rico if miami wins and you don't have me on that show oh my god i'm going straight to jenna
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man we got to get you on man regardless i I, want to see it i want to see your face man it's oh dude i want to see it um so so here, here here man an hour and 50 in the show i gotta wrap this up so let me, let me give you my final score prediction. So Kev, you said, you said 40, you said 41,
0: 41, 10,
2: 41, 10. That's it. All yeah. right. I, okay. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to go under, I'm going to say 35 to 17, 35, 17, Ooh, 35, 17. I, I think you guys, it's a, a Tyreek Hill factor. That's that's, just, that's the it, Tyreek Hill factor and the fact that he's going against two rookie cornerbacks, potentially. Um, you guys are bound to score. It, it, right? I mean, at least, and this is me, probably me being conservative like I was with the Titans too, Like, but I, I just I just think that you guys have the ability to score, because Tyreek Hill, all he needs is a crease. That That's it. We know that. Um, Gasicki is, I've always loved Gasicki. Um, and so I'll give you guys 17. I'll give you guys 17. 35-17, my, my final score prediction. My final score predictions, man. And uh, Kevin. With that, man. With that being said, we are done for another edition, man. Of rated red, baby. Another edition of rated red. Look, Look guys, give me this favor as you guys are about to head out. Give my man Kev, Give my man Kevin. Kevin, I don't know how he does it. That's why I said earlier, he's like a closet Bills fan. He's got to be for him to be able to stick with this for so long. Um, I commend you, brother. But I'm glad that you came on, man, and and, and talked about your fans in in, in an objective manner. But I still kind of think it's a a little kind of, I don't know, man. It's something, maybe a little smirkness about it. It's like I'm I'm trying to, 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 to talk them down. Even though I believe that you know the bills are going to be in trouble, I don't know. We'll, we'll I, see. I
0: live this life, I, I know that they always set you up for the fall, you know. That's when you give some hope, they
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, look, it's it's tour it's, is going to be running for his life. This is what I think. I think I think the, the D line is going to be after him like, 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 like nobody's business. I'm gonna say something that I wasn't going to say, I'm not going to say it. But they're gonna be after him. He's gonna be running. I don't think he's gonna have time in the pocket to even really get the ball out quickly. Tip drill season. That's what I'm thinking is gonna happen. But we will see. I could be wrong, but I'm telling you, Bill's mafia, you have no reason to feel threatened one bit. It's gonna be a great game. Bill's victorious. 35 17 41 10. Doesn't matter. We're getting that dub. Kevin's gonna sit there. He's gonna join the show when they when they when they beat the brakes off him. And he's gonna he's gonna tell us his feelings. 63-7, 63-7, Joel Brown. Good God. That, that would be...
0: we will do better than that.
2: Yeah. One, two. <laughs> we're out of here, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of here. You guys stay tuned for more uh, Buffalo Fanatics uh, the rest of the week. On um, Thursday, uh, I think we're going to be off. But, yo, stay tuned for Rico Report on Friday. Watch that. Um, we got the. Uh, we got my man, uh, probably the Kev and, and, and F show. Uh, you know how they do it uh, on Saturday mornings with the with the spaces that are taking that over. Um, and then we're going to have, of course, the pregame show with Rico and the fellas. And then we've got the postgame. And we got the live game by my man, It's the Kingpin, and I'm out. So you guys are going to want to keep it locked right here um, because we've got nothing but the best Bills content across the globe. But until next time, baby, for Kevin Garrard, your man Rev. We will see you again next time. Kevin, are you going to say go Bills, baby. Can you say go Bills for us? Say go bills. No. <laughs> Say fins up, fins up. <laughs> right here, guys. God bless, man. Go Bills.